Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, the episode is actually brought to you today by the Bloom app, which I will talk about later in today's episode, which is exciting. Um, and as you would have seen from the title of today's show, I'm going to be giving you 20 things that you can be focusing on or 20 easy tips that you can start to take care of to make fat loss very, very, very simple. Um, I know fat loss, we talk about this a lot. I talk about this a lot on the show. Um, and it's obviously probably the most popular topic that's talked about in the health and fitness community, whether it be social media, um, email marketing, on TV, in magazines, YouTube, whatever it is. Fat loss is usually that number one topic that gets talked about. And it's just, I think it's very overcomplicated. And I know that some of you that listen to today's episode will probably um, you know, know these 20 tips already. But I think every now and then it's good just to refresh your mind and also just understand and understand and um, I guess remind yourself that it is very, very, very simple. Okay, so the actual process um, is very simple, but sticking to it is usually the hard part. But I think a lot of us are making it a lot harder than what it needs to be. And so today I wanted to, to go over, like I said, the 20 tips or 20 things that I think you can start to focus on, which will make that whole process a hell of a lot easier. Um, so let's get stuck into the first 10 now. Um, and we're starting with number one, and that is to eat in a three to 500 calorie deficit below your maintenance calorie intake. Now, I'm going to have the link to my free macro calculator in the show notes below. I know a lot of you have heard me talk about macros, calories, and how you can figure all that type of stuff out um, on the show before, but I'm going to have that link in the show notes for you to go and just do that very easily, um, and I, I might even also have the link to the Ultimate Guide to Flexible Dieting, um, which also has, I guess, the written formula that I use sometimes as well, so you can use that one. But that's number one. It's just, it's so simple. A lot of people aren't willing to do it. A lot of people, you know, bitch and complain about the fact that they have to use My Fitness Pal, they have to use an app to track their food, and they can't be bothered with it. Yet we are so quick to spend hours on social media. Um, we're so quick to do all these other things that are not actually getting us anywhere near closer to what our goal is. But we won't spend a couple of minutes tracking our food intake on an app, um, which is literally going to like predict your results. Okay, It's going to give you a, an accurate prediction of what your results are going to be and whether or not you're going to see results. So for me, I think it's just a, an absolute no-brainer. You need to be tracking your intake at least roughly and, and that first step is to be eating three to 500 calories below your maintenance intake. Um, that's, that's my first tip. The second one is to walk more during the day. So just increasing um, your, your NEAT. So trying to increase your energy expenditure outside of, I guess, planned exercise is the easiest way to, I guess, explain that. Um, so whether it's taking the stairs, whether it's parking the car a little bit further away from work, or whether it's just walking to work, um, whether it's going for a walk on your lunch break or after work in the day, taking the dog for a walk if you've got one, taking a cat if you're a weirdo, and, uh, or just going for a walk and listening to a podcast. Just increase the amount of energy expenditure you're doing outside of planned exercise, um, and, and I think you're going to see a lot of benefit from that. Your energy output increases a lot, and it does add up. You, you think to yourself, you know, how much of a difference could that actually make, but 
over the span of a week. It's going to help you increase your energy expenditure, which will then put you further into a, a negative energy balance, a calorie deficit. And that is what equals fat loss. It is not magic. It's very simple. Um, we just need to be willing to put in the work to achieve that. Number three is to drink more water than you currently are. I think, you know, I was talking about this to a client the other day and we spoke about the fact how how easy it is to increase your water intake and how much of a benefit that has on um, on your health, um, on your mood, on your skin, on your energy levels, on your performance in the gym, um, you know, on on how much water your body holds, how easy it is to, to lose body fat or how much harder it can be if you're dehydrated, how much better your sleep quality is. The, the benefits are endless. It's such a simple thing to do, yet no one, like not that many people drink enough water. So if you're listening to this now, this is the easiest, probably the easiest one out of all of these tips is to just drink more water. Number four, follow a training plan that you love. The most optimal training program on paper or in theory is absolutely useless if you cannot stick to it. So if you don't love your training program, you are not going to get the best results. On, you know, on the other hand, if you do really enjoy what you're doing for training, if you love going to the gym, if you love your training program, if you're genuinely looking forward to going in there and working out, I can guarantee that you're that your progress and your results are going to be so much better and you're going to stick to it for longer. You're going to make so much better progress on overloading in the gym, which we'll talk about in today's episode. And I think it's just a no-brainer. You have to love what you're doing. Otherwise, you'll never see the, the best results. Number five is sleep at least seven hours per night. Now, I am the worst at this. I don't get anywhere near enough sleep and I've mentioned that a number of times in the show and it's probably time I just pull my head in and actually get more sleep. But I think um, you know the amount of evidence out there to show that although it's fantastic to try and increase the quality of your sleep um, and making sure that if you're not getting enough that you're, you're having good quality sleep at least, yes, that is, um, that is a fantastic idea and it is going to help you in saying that the evidence to back up the fact that you just need a certain period of uh, enough enough sleep in general enough hours and the you know, recommendation for that is usually at least seven hours per night so where that means you need to get in bed earlier where that means that um, you know if you're trying to r- rise early in the day which i would recommend for everybody getting up early and starting your day well um, starting your day with some form of exercise if you've got time and you know your meditation all the other stuff i talk about in regards to morning routines that's fantastic but do what you need to do to try and get your seven hours per night, um, not only with your energy levels throughout the day and, and recovery and stuff like that, but they're just, there's just so many benefits to getting to getting more sleep and in general, not just with fat loss. So um, that's number five. Number six is to stop drinking your calories. Now, it's perfectly fine to drink coffee. It's per- In the end of the day, it's actually perfectly fine to drink however many calories you'd like. It, it, I couldn't give two fucks how much you drink in terms of your calorie intake. But if you are struggling to stick to a calorie deficit, if you're struggling to lose body fat and you're drinking fruit juices, you're having soft drinks, you're having milkshakes or you know, you're having five coffees a day with milk and, and all this type of stuff and you're, you're finding it hard to stick to your calorie intake and lose fat, then the easiest way for you to cut out a huge chunk of calories is to stop drinking your damn calories. Okay, so that's number six. Now, as I said, 
coffee with milk is fine as long as it's accounted for and you're happy to use your calories on that then go for it i've got no issue with that i have probably two or three lattes per day and um, i just account for the fact that it's got milk in it so you have no issues there um, that's absolutely nothing to worry about and you don't need to change that if you're happy to keep using those calories for that purpose that's fine also i wouldn't mind mentioning that diet soft drinks are completely fine i know there's probably going to be a fuck ton of you out there right now that are that are shaking head and disagreeing saying that they're unhealthy for you and all i would like to say to that is if you could send me one bit of proper research to show me as to why then i'll happily believe you and i'll stop drinking coke zero or whatever else Um, but in the end of the day the ingredients in these drinks which people think are so bad for you need to be consumed in an absolutely absurd like fucking ridiculous amount to have any effect on your health Um, there's been studies to show that so diet soft drinks are fine they help with sugar cravings they definitely have for me um, and they just help me feel fuller for longer and gives me something to look forward to if my calories are a bit lower number seven use cardio as a tool for energy output Um, it is not a necessity for fat loss we've talked about this on the show before Um, look cardio is a great way to increase your energy expenditure and to be honest for most people trying to lose body fat i would recommend having some form of cardio in there purely for that reason to increase your energy output but if you're eating too many calories and you're doing you know fucking five days of cardio it still doesn't matter how much cardio you're doing if you're eating too much you're not going to lose body fat so if you don't enjoy it that much or if you prefer to spend more of your energy and more of your time in the gym then don't do cardio or just do very minimal amounts and use it as a tool to increase your energy output it's like i said not a necessity it's a tool to increase how much energy you are expending on a daily basis Number eight is lift weights multiple times per week. Uh, look, resistance training it just has endless amounts of benefits. I, I, I cannot understand why people would not follow some form of resistance training, like strength training program. Um, if you're still worried about getting big and bulky, then go back and have a listen to, even if you're a male, go back and have a listen to why females should lift weights. Um, that's a, an episode I've done before. It's not going to happen. I've been training like five, six days a week now for since I was pretty much 16, 17, trying to put on lean muscle mass and I'm still skinny, all right? So uh, unless you are, you know, 0.0001% of the population that can somehow just get jacked from lifting weights a couple times per week, it's not going to happen. Um, it's going to help you though. It's going to help with your posture. It's going to help with increasing your, you know, building your metabolism with um, obviously getting stronger, with increasing your your performance, your, your energy output, your self-esteem, your bone density, like reducing the risk of disease. Like it's just, there's so many benefits. So I think everybody should be lifting weights multiple times per week. Number nine um, is eat at least two grams of protein per kilo of body weight. So if you weigh 80 kilograms, then you should be eating a minimum of 160 grams of protein per day as a rule of thumb. Um, I usually have a fair bit more than two grams per kilo. but that is that's the minimum that's the minimum you, you should be aiming for now for those that are completely new to tracking calories and protein and macros and all that type of stuff please understand that 180 grams of protein is not 180 grams of chicken it's just, it's not like the weight of the protein that you're eating it's the grams of protein in what you're eating okay so make sure that you do go and download an app such as my fitness pal and and give it a try and um and and start to track your food intake and you'll see 
what protein is in the foods that you would usually eat and if you're struggling to reach your intake then at least you can use that app to to understand what you do need to be eating to to reach your minimum of two grams of protein per kilo each day Um, number 10 we have write down at least three small goals for every day um, in the morning i think you know putting pen to paper physically writing them down revisiting them at night setting your intentions for the day knowing exactly what you want to achieve for the day knowing what you need to do to get yourself closer to your end goal of losing body fat Um, that's the purpose of these small daily goals is just an absolute no-brainer it's been a game changer for me and i know it has for a lot of my clients and those that have taken it on board once i've spoken about it on the podcast or um or, or once i've put in daily emails or just told clients about it everybody has gravitated towards it um and and really seen a lot of benefit from it so that's number 10 um now we are just going to go into a short ad for you guys thanks so much for listening so far um, i'm just going to have a quick chat about the bloom app Hey guys, so you know that I would never ever promote anything on the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast unless I didn't 100% believe in it. And today I'm very lucky to have this episode sponsored by the Bloom app. Now we all know that physical fitness is extremely important. Obviously that's what I talk about on this show a lot, but it is also just as important to work on your mental fitness and your mental health, which I also talk a lot about on this show. So the Bloom app is a subscription-based app that I've been using for a while now that focuses on providing you with some tools to help you be the best version of yourself and deal with the highs and lows that sometimes life can bring. So um, I've used a number of apps in the past, um, but over the last couple of months um, since Chloe and Molly started up the Bloom app, um, I've been using that and I find it extremely easy to use and it's been very effective for me anyway. Um, so the co-founders, as I just mentioned, are Chloe Zepp and Molly Jane. Um, so you guys have heard Chloe on the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast before, but they've both been living with some forms of depression or anxiety over the years and have suffered um, you know, from, from that in some way or another. So they've studied and found many different ways to help cope during those times, um, which most of us try and do. So the aim of the Bloom app, which, which is what I love, so the people, the creators have actually used, have created this app because of a reason and um, a reason that a lot of us have probably gone through as well. Um, But the aim of the app is to log in every day, log your mood, then there's an AI system which is quite cool that pops up and gives you a tool or activity you can use that day that's based on your mood when you're logged on. Um, On top of that, there is a library of hundreds of other tools that include meditation, um, breath work, different types of yoga and other mindful um, movements and yoga techniques as well. So after talking to the girls, they were mentioning their favorite part of the app is that Bloom Talks, um, is the Bloom Talks feed, sorry, where they share videos, podcasts, and blogs, kind of like a social media feed, but instead it is touching on topics that can help you grow, um, I guess ground you and help you become um, more present um, and educate you and align you with you know your mood and um, and how you can be as positive as possible every single day. There's also a section of mindful activities, which is another great alternative to scrolling on social media. Um, I guess we spend a lot of time on our phones. I know I'm definitely guilty of that. Um, so don't forget to check out their daily astrology as well, which is something that I hadn't really looked at before, uh, which focuses on what the moon is doing that day, which again, not something that I would typically um, have come across previously but it is something I've been using. Um, So it's recommended to pick one or two of the tools on the app every day um, to do at the beginning of the day. So I do my meditation at 
the start of the day. But if you have trouble sleeping, it's also great to do um, at the end of the day as well. So you guys, as listeners of the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast, can try the Bloom app today um, with a seven-day free trial to see if you can learn a thing or two um, that will help you be the best version of yourselves. I'll have a link to that free trial in the show notes below. So before, be sure to go and uh, and visit that that link to go and give the Bloom app a try. Thanks so much to the girls for giving us that um, that link for the listeners of this show to go and try it out. And I'd love to hear your feedback on the Bloom app as well. Let's get stuck back into the episode. All right, we are back. Now we're going to finish off these remaining 10 tips to help you guys lose fat in the most simple um, and effective way possible. Number 11 um, is take cold showers every day. Now, I'm not here on the podcast um, you know, giving you a, a scientific, uh, you know, research paper and and going over, over every bit of science as to why I think these tips are essential. But taking cold showers every day, the benefits that I have seen, and I know a lot of people have asked me about this. So hopefully, everybody who asks this question about cold showers is listening to today's episode. Um, the benefits I see from taking cold showers, there's a few. The first one um, is that for me, it actually just it feels great. I, when I get out of the shower, I feel so much better after I've had a, a full cold shower. So usually I'll have a normal normal temperature shower, which for me is hot. And then um, the last kind of 30 to 60 seconds, just go full cold. I'll do 30 deep breaths, um, really just try and control my breathing and not rush it, not tense up and just relax. And it just feels awesome when you get out. My body feels great. I think that it helps with recovery. Um, obviously, if you, you're talking about, you know, if your legs are really, really sore, a 30-second cold shower is going to do pretty much fuck all. But um, I just feel as though it definitely does help with recovery, not only because my muscles feel better after it, but also because I sleep a lot better. Like, typically, I'll have a shower before I go to bed. So I sleep so much better after a cold shower, which is going to then help with recovery um, as well. The next um, benefit, I guess, is that it makes you be completely present. Like, you... Like, good luck thinking of absolutely anything else when you are standing under a full cold shower. I mean, it's pretty brutal, um, especially the first few times you do it or on a cold day. So it brings you to that moment. You are completely present. You have to focus on your breathing. You have to focus on the now. And I really like that. Uh, and then the last thing is that it really builds up discipline because, you know, in the colder months or on the colder days or whatever, you're not going to want to feel like having a cold shower most of the time. Even though you know the benefits are great, um, sometimes it just sucks. So doing the things that you know you need to do, even when you don't feel like doing them, builds up discipline and momentum over time. And it just proves to yourself that you can go and do these things that, like I said, you may not necessarily feel like doing. Um, and, and that does build up that kind of mental strength, and that resilience in making sure that you will stick to what you said you were going to do. And um, I, I find a big benefit in that. Number 12 is focus on the big lifts in the gym first before worrying about isolation exercises. So we're obviously trying to expend as much energy as we can and overload our muscles. So doing the compound movements like the multi-joint exercises such as your squats, deadlifts, bench press, rows, pull-ups, overhead press, pull-downs, all that type of shit. Doing that stuff first is going to expend the most amount of energy while you're fresh. It's going to help you overload more. Instead of going in and starting your session off with bicep curls or leg extensions, and you know, there's a place for that in certain programs, but majority of people should be focusing on the big lifts first and using the isolation as accessory exercises to finish the session off and increase some volume and work on their weak points. Number 13, uh, train each muscle group twice per week. Um, I was talking to a client the other day and 
we talk, I asked him what he'd been doing for, for training previously and he said that he'd always followed a, a, pretty much a five-day split where he was training each muscle group once per week. He'd smash you know, chest and then not train it again till the next week. I guess your typical bro split, like bodybuilder split that um, a lot of people follow from you know, looking at magazines or, or watching certain things on YouTube or movies or whatever. And, and I used to do the same as well. I thought that would be the most effective way to train, but uh, my opinion's changed a lot. I don't think it is. Uh, you know, if, if I'm training chest today and it's it's Tuesday, uh, there's zero chance that I'm training my chest to the extent where it's going to take seven days to recover before I can train it again. So I think the benefit of training every muscle group twice per week is huge. You may not do as much in each session, but the total you've done over the span of the week is going to be so much better. Um, you know, if I think about training chest today for an hour, just once a week, as hard as I possibly could, you know, if the first 30 to 40 minutes could be good quality the last 20 will be shit because i'll be too fatigued i won't be able to lift much weight my form's probably going to suck i'm not going to be lifting as well as well as what i potentially could so um i think breaking it up into two sessions over the span of the week you're lifting more uh in total you're feeling fresher you're stimulating the muscles more than once per week now if i talk about you know it it's it's probably not as simple as this but when you put it this way it seems like absolute fucking no-brainer if I'm training chest 52 times per year or 104, which one is going to give me better results? Now, I'm definitely no rocket scientist, but I would fucking bet my life on it that I'm going to see better results training chest 104 times per year um, than what I would if I was training 52 times per year. And that goes to every muscle group, every other muscle group as well. Number 14 is stop relying on supplements. Supplements will not be the reason why you lose fat. Supplements can be the reason why you lose a little bit of extra fat if everything else is perfect first. It's in the name of the damn product. It's, it's there to supplement your nutrition, your training, your recovery, all the other stuff that's meant to be in line first. Yet, most people have it in the completely wrong order. So they're buying fat burners, they're buying you know, lean proteins, which is fucking an absolute joke. Um, you know, I've talked about this before, but Protein is protein. Like a whey protein, if it's a high-quality protein with low carbohydrates, low fats, and, and a good amount of protein, usually kind of 20 to 35 grams of protein per serve, it's all the same. It's not, If you buy one that says ripped on it, it's not going to make you ripped. It's like saying that if I eat um, this chicken breast over here um, that, that Pete told me was, was a real lean chicken breast, and I have another chicken breast which Pete said is not as lean, I'm going to get leaner by eating the lean one. Um, well, you know what, Pete? You can get fucked because that's <laughs> that's not going to work. It's not how, that's not how this shit happens. So, supplements are not going to be the reason why you lose fat. Okay, um, so stop relying on them. Get everything else right first, and then use them if you would like as a bit of a luxury to help you lose a bit more fat um, towards the end of your fat loss process um, if you need to. Number fifteen uh, is do not cut out food and drink that you enjoy. I promise you, it will not last, and it'll probably be worth. You'll probably have more of it in the end if you try and cut it out, and, and you know, because you're gonna be wanting it the whole time. Like flexible dieting, guys. Just track your macros, keep the things in that you enjoy, have everything in moderation, and you will see results if you stick to the plan. I promise. Number sixteen is time your rest periods. I was speaking with some um, clients this morning that. Most people either rest far too long or nowhere near enough. Okay, so time your rest periods. Um, I've spoken about it before about how long your rest period should be on 
on certain rep ranges, certain exercises. Um, I think most of you will be surprised that, like I said, you're either not resting anywhere near enough, which is going to make it very hard to make progress and to overload over time, um, or you're resting just far too long um, and using your phone and whatnot. And, and, you know, each of their own. If you want to use your phone when you're training, that's fine. I, I use mine. I might do some emails or whatever in between sets and it is what it is. But if you're sitting there and it's just been like 10 minutes and you're just fucking scrolling through Instagram, then you're not making the most of your session. You're not getting the most out of every time you're in the gym. So um, it's probably not going to be helping you lose body fat. We've got a few left, guys. Hang in there. I hope these are helping you. If they are, then please do um, take a screenshot of today's episode and post it up in your Instagram story for me. Um, tag me in that post. I'd love to, to hear about those. Um, number 17 is warm up and cool down properly. You know, whether it's when you get to the gym doing some myofascial release with the foam roller or whatever, um, some mobility and activation work, and at the end of the session, stretching, foam rolling, whatever you need to do. Take care of your body, guys, because the weeks, the days... The months for some people that you spend not training because you're injured, um, that is potential time you, you could be improving and getting better and close to your goal, but you're not. And that's that makes things um, very hard. Like, you know, I'm about to go in tomorrow and get um, shoulder surgery, which which are, is pissing me off so much. And, you know, um, it could have been prevented, I guess. But, you know, these, these are the type of things that slow you down. So if you can prevent them, then then do so okay it takes a little bit of effort i know but and i know you can't be fucked stretching at the end of the session that's all good because neither can i i I can never be bothered doing it but it it will pay off over time take care of your body you only get one of them um so just make the most of it and um and keep yourself healthy so you can train and you can get yourself closer to your goals number 18 is focus on consistency not perfection you know a great month or a good month is better than the perfect week all right, so stop worrying about eating perfectly from Monday to Friday and then just letting loose on the weekend. You're not going to see results. You never will, okay? You never will see results, not the results that you want anyway, um, all right? So the only result you're going to see is probably a fucking a waste of money on a gym membership and probably spending too much money on the weekends on, on everything else. So focus on just, just being consistent, doing things well doesn't have to be perfect but it needs to be done well um, consistently over time that's what's going to get you the results that you're after um, so so focus on that more so than perfection number 19 is aim to overload your training as often as possible um, that increases your energy output and also improves your performance as well progressive overload in the gym is key to making muscle gain to lean muscle gain to losing fat as well because we want to increase our output so more reps more sets more weight uh, increased intensity or increased difficulty of exercise over time. That's that's what we want to focus on with our overload. And number 20, guys, the last one on this list is to be patient as fuck and stick to the plan even when you don't feel like it. All right, this is... I talk about this all the time, but this is the shit that nobody wants to hear. But bad luck, I'm telling you, because <laughs> it's... If you don't stick to the plan, if you're always chopping and changing from program to program, if you're expecting results to happen overnight, it's not going to happen. And you're going to be very disappointed with your results and you're going to be just spinning the wheels. It's a vicious cycle over and over and over again. Be patient. Enjoy the process. Do all the things well. Like I said, do all these tips that I've told you today and you will see results. Um, but, you know, on those days you don't feel like doing it or on the weeks that you just can't be bothered. Like I said, close enough is good enough. Just be consistent. Do it well and you'll see those results over time. 
guys, I hope this list of 20, 20 things today has helped you out. Um, if it has, like I said, love some feedback on the show and for you to share with a friend. Um, even if you don't post on your Instagram story, just go and tell a friend about the show now. I'd love to um, get more people listening. Um, that's the goal. So thank you for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it. Have a fantastic day and I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode.